In this week's SME feature, we speak to Tepo Mothala of the brand Tepo, the gene maker. Tepo, take us through your journey in developing your own raw denim range. I started as a child when I was five or six years old. I'm a pastor's kid and my granny always told me to look good. Mm. I remember they bought me my first suit when I was nine. Yeah. I hated it because all the kids in school at church, they laughed at me. <laughs> it was an olive green double-breasted suit. They laughed and she convinced me to wear it. Yeah. And my mother did the same. Um, fast forwarding, when I was a teenager, um, I was a very shy kid. And I think the only thing that made me stand out is how stylish I was. So this fashion bug has always been in me and it's in the family as well. I come from a very stylish family. Uh, my, my granny, my my aunts, my mother, they are like, they love fashion, they die for fashion. Mm-hmm. So it's it's that thing. When we're in a um, metric, my friends and I are like, we really love art, really love creating. And we participated in the church, church choir, we did sketches, we did whatever. And I had I was handling the camera at the time at church when we were doing um, Amma Sketch and all those things. Yeah. And I discovered cinematography. I was like, you know what, I want to become a cinematographer. I see myself as this guy who travels all over the world and makes movies. Um, graduated from high school, went to study at AFTER. When I got to after, that's when I, I, the fashion bug really, really, really bit me because mm. I had more time to myself. I didn't stay at home anymore. Um, we used to attend fashion weeks. I, 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 I had a collection of GQ magazines. Mm. And I find myself um, searching more stuff about fashion than I would do with filmmaking. Towards, um, during the course of the year, in my first year, I told my parents, oh, you know what, um, now I think I want to study fashion. Yeah, because I'd hardly know what's happening in the movie industry, but I'll tell you what's happening in the fashion industry. I started, I went to UJ. I studied for um, fashion design the following year. I dropped out due to fees, and in 2012, that's when everything started. I went. Um, I went to, to Africa Fashion International. I met a stylist called Philip Mazibugo. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, I know you. I saw you from TV. I want to do exactly what you're doing. Mm. He's like, Tepo, take my number. Give me a call. I called him. He's like, let's meet tomorrow at 10 um, at Nino's in Gandhi Square. I'm like, okay, sharp. I'm there. We met. He introduced me to um, to Ole Lidimo from House of Ole. And at the time, Ole was celebrating 10 years of um, him being in the industry. That's when all doors have opened. Mm-hmm. Um, we worked at SF Fashion Week. I got to meet a whole lot of people, DJ Kenzero, Borek Rik at the time. Um, I met I met a whole lot of people in the industry and it was so surreal for me. Like it was just overwhelming that now all the people that I've been seeing on TV, magazines and hearing about on radio are like next to me. Mm-hmm. At the time I was an assistant creative director, Lifi Leap. Um, uh, Ole had a guy, Tatuma Fubelu, who was a project uh, manager for House of Ole. Him and I worked hand in hand. We were very close together. We'd travel around together. And he told me about African Swiss. He's like, yeah, I'm doing African Swiss. I'm distributing Kosoweto and mm. Rosebank. And uh, I think at the time they had a store in Nickaway. Um, so he's distributing the stuff. In 2013, I was, I was a head stylist at Street Cred. Oh. So 
I, I brought Tato on board. Yeah, four months down the line, we managed to open a store in town, which which was a big hit for us. You know, um, how how the, the amount of momentum that the business have grown has um, attracted was really a star, like amazing for us. And um, we also got to showcase at SF Fashion Week, mm. you know, our own show, which was quite amazing. And I've always felt that, like, towards in the whole prime, because I worked with African Swiss for three years, with to in, in the whole time that everything was happening, I, I always wanted to do something apart from the brand. Mm. You know, um, I told the guys that I really want to, make basic jeans because African suits was more from a stylish perspective. Yeah. A funky, you know, like varsity kind of guy or those guys who are really not scared of clothes. Mm. You know, and I always wanted to create something that's very minimal but yet impactful. So um in June I spoke to the guys, um guys, I think my time here has ended and um this is the idea that I have. At the time, Tepo the Gene Maker was actually my um, Instagram handle. Yeah. And um, and this lady used to call me a tenant scientist. She she really fueled and guessed me up mm. in business. So um, that's when I, 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 I focused on the brand Tepo the Gene Maker. Um, we worked on different patterns, different styles, um, different stitches. Yeah. I had to also find the right manufacturer. Because finding a manufacturer wasn't like there were so many uh, manufacturers around who are affordable, mm. very cheap, if I may say, if I may put it like that. But none of them really met the quality that I wanted. Because I told myself that if I'm going to put out a product out there, it should be better than all the other denim brands that I know. That brings me to the next point. Why did you choose denim? And you you mentioned the word basic yeah. denim. But you want it in a stylish form and you speak of manufacturers and sourcing mm, materials. Mm, mm. Why choose denim? How easy is it or how hard is it? Denim is it's amazing. It's one item that can unite the world. You you can go to Amsterdam, you can go to New York, to China, and you can still unite with people because of jeans. You know, everyone wears jeans everywhere in the world. Mm. No no matter how um, you may wear your dresses, but everyone in the world has a pair of jeans. Jeans are, are very comfortable. I love how you are more yourself when you're wearing a pair of jeans than compared to when you're wearing a dress or a suit. You, you are more relaxed. And I love how denim is so versatile. You can play around with it. You can change it from being a classic piece to a modern piece, depending on how you the kind of techniques that you use. Mm. So it's very versatile. It's a very versatile material. And I've always wanted to create something that's classic, that's timeless. And it's one of those pieces that's timeless. With with jeans, it can give you a lifespan of over 50 years. Mm. You know, mm. so that's that for me is timeless. And it's a market that not a lot of people are in, not a lot of people of my color, black people, are in. Um, it's a very um, saturated market. It's not an easy market to break in. Yeah. But, um, and and I believe in business. Business is not just an easy route. There isn't an easy way of doing things. Everywhere and everywhere, you need to make sure, Jorge, um, you build your brand, you build your reputation so people can buy into it. Mm. So it's more like that. Even the brands that have, I cannot, um, right where I'm sitting, I cannot compete with brands that have um, a heritage of 150 years, mm. Mm. you know, um, but I can, I can, I have a new story that I'm telling to people and why I love jeans. I think um, that's why it, it has um, 
really attracted a lot of people to 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 my brand the fact that it's locally produced mm -hmm. it's great quality and the name as well yeah. you know it's Kitsebo <laughs> you know like within two weeks of just putting the brand out there we it was it was doing waves it was making waves and people were buying into it people wanted to know what why Tepo I know? like that you raised that how has the market received you so far what what kind of uh, traction are you getting so far um it, it's really really amazing we're currently working we um, our website is currently under construction and a whole lot of people want to know where can we find your jeans um, on Saturday last week Saturday we made about 2,000 hits on Facebook mm. from just people sharing the page the page wasn't boosted. We didn't put money on it. it people like ju were just sharing. We're sharing. We're sharing the page. We're like, dude, this is so amazing. We get so many emails from different people, um, and how the kind the radio stations that we've done as well, the interviews that we have done, um, editorials, bloggers. You know, people have been talking about the brand, and I think from that perspective, it has really. Um, drawn attention to the type of brand mm. now this is not your first fashion brand yeah what came before the denim what came before the denim in when, I, when we were 18 a friend of mine spoo, skinny spoo socks oh lovely and I, um, <laughs> we, we had a brand called solomon's colonnade and we used to sell suits you know secondhand suits at okay. church um would get a, like a packet of 10 suits for 250 and we'll sell a suit for like 750 hmm. you know um so so we've always been an entrepreneur always been entrepreneurial people and um with i ran with solomon's colony for a long time and then i started blogging and then i started doing both fashion week and then i did um african swiss and now i was like you know what this is time and like i really really feel i want to do something very i'm a very minimalistic person and um, if I go stylish, I know how to go stylish mm -hmm. and funky, but very minimal. So, yeah, it's always been um, a part of me. Fashion is somewhat a very competitive industry. Mm -hmm. How do you then maintain an edge? Okay. And have that self-drive to say, I am doing it no matter what. I will name um, it Tepo no matter what. Fashion is a very competitive, competitive industry. And... It's like it's the same as music. Mm. It's a very competitive industry. I believe, I, I honestly believe that um, you shouldn't disrupt markets and stick to what you know. Mm. You know, stick to your identity. By the time that people are over with whatever that's happening at the current moment, because if you uh, you jump on trends and and you don't have a a a, a brand identity your brand is going to get lost within the waves, within everything else. And I felt like specializing is the only way in any industry for you to make it. If you specialize in something, then people will come to you straight because mm. you specialize in that. And when people think jeans or think Tepo, okay, shop, I'll go to Tepo because I specialize in jeans. I can expand myself to make suits to, you know, but like I want to specialize so that when people think of me, they know this is the guy, this is the go-to guy when it comes to denim. Mm -hmm. And that's what I, I think, um, I believe that in, in each and any, each and every industry, 
people have to stick to that. And then you can expand your brand, but let let it be your, you should own the industry, you know, own it so so that when people think of you, they know who you are the go-to guy, mm. you know. Lastly, where to for Tsepo Musala? What can we expect? So much is really happening. Like we, we've, we've, we've got so much planned. The vision is bigger than me right now. I really thought this was going to be I don't know like I, I didn't a I didn't gradual stuff. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I didn't anticipate so much. Now I know that the vision is bigger than me. The brand makes a lot of people feel comfortable in their own skin now. The fact that it's tapo. But tapo right now they're going crazy. They're like, <laughs> yo, you know, and it's amazing how a whole lot of African brands uh we don't make it because we feel we don't feel comfortable in our own skin. And I love how Bokosinkosi are doing it, how David Lale are doing it. And people go to them because they are David Lale, um, Tula Cindy's, and whoever. The vision is bigger than us. We want to go international, but first we want to lock down the African market. You know, we want to make sure that we have so much support back at home mm-hmm. before we go to USA, before we go to Amsterdam, Asia, or wherever. We want to make sure that we, we, we have the African market. And we're going to do a whole lot of collaborations this year with a lot of brands doing a collaboration with Fixing Diaries, a biker um, brand. So these guys wow. make bikes. So we're going to do like um, a denim collaboration. So I'm going to make um, commuter jeans mm. for riders. So commuter jeans have like special functionalities yes. doing a range with skins, boot socks for winter. Um, we're going to be um, launching our store this year. Um, it's a denim bar. It's an experiential um, markets and it's an it's a brand experience mm. place you know where you can come and chill and shop for your jeans and repair your jeans at the same time so we, that's what we are looking at for this year and yeah we're just going to keep on growing you know that sounds amazing yeah. we wish you all the best thank you very much that was Sepo Musala the man behind the brand Sepo the jean maker in this week's SME feature